0: Welcome to the Mixed Era Rap Podcast. I'm your host, DJ B-Wise. This is a podcast where we talk about hip-hop from boom-bap to trap. We're a group of hip-hop enthusiasts from multiple eras trying to bridge the gap in hip-hop. My co-hosts are Kev and DJ Reaper. Yeah, people, we're back at it again. And we're on to our streamer, no stream segment. And guess what we're getting into? Our man, Drake, and his new project, Honestly, Nevermind. And then also in our streaming, no stream segment, we got logic with vinyl days and we're going to try to finish it off with our favorite segment, the flavor. Now we're going to get in our uh, social media plugs and let's get it. You can follow us on Instagram at Mix Era Rap Pod. Again, that's Mixer Rap P.O.D. Or you can follow us on Twitter at Mix Era Rap. All right. Send us our your questions, your comments and whatever you think we can do to improve the program. And uh, we'll get back at you. We got a live show coming up really soon. Uh, Reaper, tell them where they can find you on social media.
1: As always, you can find me across all social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, MixCloud for DJ Mixes. And uh, what's the last one? Oh, WeChat, of course, on that Asia thing. If you want to send me a message at the 313kid, T-H-E-313-K-I-D all right that's what's
0: up so let's jump straight into it with our streamer no stream from our boy drake and his new project honestly never mind and the first song that we thought was notable was sticky
2: hey homer hanging on my neck the bracelet matches a set my brother's name is Tina Dollar stop all that back and forth over the net My mama wish I would've went corporate She wish I would've went exec I still turn to a CEO So the lifestyle she respect Hey, two sprinters to Quebec Cherie, O.M.O. back? They only giving plus one So I never pull up to the Met You know I gotta bring the set You know I gotta bring the G block You know I gotta bring the D block Cause you know how sticky it get, ay hey. You know how sticky it get, ay hey
0: oh man and that was sticky by our man drake on his new project honestly never mind uh let's jump into it with these questions here uh the project was reasonably short it was a decent number it wasn't too short i don't think it was too long the features were limited so I'm going to jump in and say the two features that were on the project. What did you think about those? Let's jump into a Reaper Reaper, your thoughts on the features for honestly, nevermind.
1: Um, what was the feature besides 21 Savage? Now you gonna put me on the spot. Cause I thought that- it's fine. I'm pulling up the playlist right now. Uh, the track list rather. Cause I know 21 Savage is on the last cut, but I don't recall any features uh being on there and that is telling no i think it's just 21 savage yeah i'm looking again yeah it's only him
0: i thought there was another singer my bad
1: maybe uh there's like some background uncredited but i'm looking at it it doesn't say any
0: yeah i see it you're right yeah there's some female singing on one of the songs and uh, that's probably just background
1: yeah The 21 Savage feature is fine. He seems to link well with Drake. We're going to play that song later. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's not really much to say about the features because there's only one.
0: (laughs) Yes. So let's keep it moving. (laughs) We're going to even bypass uh, uh, Kev on this one and and get into something a little more telling. Uh, The production was amazing like it normally is. So my next question is the feel for the album if you check twitter all week the
1: wait the production was amazing
0: most people i'm just going by what twitter was saying most people said the production was very good what they didn't like was the feel of the album with all of the house music so that's where i was going i was going to go with hey well let's just say the production was good and move on to the feel of the album. That how did you feel about the house music that was put into it, as well as some of the more R and B style uh, rhythms that they put into this project? That's what I was going to ask.
1: Well, unfortunately, the production is not good. That is incorrect. There's <laughs> house music is fine. Even the one that you just play, sticky, is. Along the lines of like Jersey Club, like footwork, it's along the lines of that. It's not necessarily even house so much, but there's a couple of songs where Drake is singing outside of his register. Like I don't know why he didn't just take it down an octave, but he's singing too too high for his capabilities, and it does not sound good. And there's one or two songs at the beginning. Uh, I want to say it's either Fallen Back or Texco Green. I'd have to look at it again, but he's offbeat just a half a second. Just a half a second. He catches up later on, but I think that's a production issue more than him just singing offbeat. Like, why don't you just slide it over once you're on the computer, once you're in, you know, Pro Tools or whatever you're using? Also, Massive is a decent song, and I saw that he released it as the single. I guess, just just today or yesterday. But it's... So for people that listen to house music, sometimes it has vocals, sometimes it doesn't. But uh, vocal house is specifically laid out in a way where maybe it starts a cappella, beat comes in, or maybe beat comes in, then there's a dropout a cappella, then the beat kicks back in, and then it builds up to a drop, drop, and then maybe you just let the beat play. Maybe there's a chorus. But it seems like the house songs were produced by someone that doesn't listen to house music or that's trying to make their first house music song or something like that the the beat of the of massive and some of the other house songs sound good they're they're decent beats but the production the literal production of it the way the song is laid out in a lot of these cases is not good it's actually quite bizarre that his vocals aren't placed in a a crescendo for a beat drop their place just kind of there and so no contrary to popular belief the production of the album is not good and it's unfortunate because what if because years ago when he made one dance or when he made uh you know he did a house song on on uh more life passion fruit you know what if he treated this record seriously and was just like you know what i'm drake I've got money. I've got connections. What if he got in touch with Disclosure, you know, some uh, guys out of the UK that make garage music or that make, you know, house music ish kind of stuff. Or what if he got with Flume or what if he got with, you know, a Luna George or what if he got with a ton of people who he clearly has access to? Or what if he just got with somebody that's made house music before? They don't even have to be super duper famous, you know, and just said. Hey, this might sound strange. I know I'm a rapper, but I think I'm gonna make a house record. I'm sure they could have put something better together than what we got. Uh, Kev, you can have the floor because I could just go on ten minutes without taking a break. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I totally agree. I think that um, it it did. Yes, it, it when you as you were talking, and, my, and the first thing that came to my mind was this is a new venture for everybody involved in stepping into something that what they think it should sound like and and i think this is what we are this is drake i think this is drake i think drake takes other styles and reimagines them into what he wants i guess cuz it's like you know you hear it's a tr- you hear it's a house themed album but it didn't have a lot of it didn't feel like a house album I mean you know it it, it was up tempo a little bit here and there but I'm sitting here like I hope this doesn't create like a trap house or a new version of what house could be or these house ballads or something like no this there is nothing wrong with house garage uh uh whatever you want to call it it is fine it's fine just the way it is and it's okay if drake wants to you know redo it in his own way i'm not as critical as a lot of other people are i don't think it's super great but i don't think it's you know garbage either um i'm totally in the middle with with the production i and and i and i and i, and I, and I do agree with reaper i think he should have He he had he has access to the heavyweights. He he didn't have to call in a bunch of them. He could have, if he'd have got like two or like a man, he could have got two or three people and and just like let them do their thing on the beat. You know, tell uh, his producers or whatever he normally work with. Okay, y'all, y'all on these couple of tracks. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna really, you know, I'm a show real, show real love to this community and bring their people in and, and we can work on something together. And, you know, really, do, you know, even if it was just for three, four songs out uh, of what, what do you Like eight, nine or 10 or something. Right. That, you know, that'd have been sufficient enough. Huh? 14. It, it, felt, it, it didn't feel like, it didn't feel that long though. It felt real short listening to it.
1: I mean, the issue is like he, like you said, He doesn't have to call in favors. But again, when on More Life, when he started jumping into the UK stuff, Stormzy is on there. Skepta is on there. You know, these people that are respected in the UK are on there. If you're going to borrow their style, bite their style, homage, put them on however you want to phrase it, go to the source and put those people on your record or get those things. I mean, right.
3: If this was a rap album... I, it it it's fine the way it is. you didn't need any features or anything. If this was a, I don't know, his little R and B soul, rap soul thing, no features. That's fine. But you kind of stepped into this new era where you need. I think this was where you needed those guys at. You should. This is time to pick up the phone and call somebody and be like, "Hey, let me show you love, but show me love back and help me out do this."
1: I just think like if because clearly he. You know, I'm imagining that it went something like, oh, I've been listening to a lot of House recently. Hey, let's make it hey, A-40. Let's make a House record. And he should have been like, hmm, yeah, let's do that. But I don't make House. Who have you been listening to? Oh, I've been listening to a lot of Disclosure. sure let me see if I can get them on the phone. And clearly, I mean, unless Disclosure is just anti-Drake, clearly they would be on a plane to meet that man in two days. Make a, make a record and just get them to produce all the songs. Just give us a, a seven song, you know, EP of like, all right, y'all, this is just me trying something new. You could even name it, trying something new, just tongue in cheek and just put it out. But at least it would have focus by somebody that makes house music actually and somebody that made all the songs and put them together in some sort of cohesive format.
0: All right, fellas, well, for me, I just believe that being that we have also heard this week Beyonce's homage to house music that the upper echelon of R&B and hip hop have gotten together and said, we want to explore this thing, you know, called house. And when artists and very successful artists get together and have these conversations, I don't think they go as far as to thinking it far out to where, hey, maybe I should bring such and such in. Hey, maybe I should bring such and such in. I think they just say, hey, I show get me a sample 40. I want to put this down and see what it's like. They have the type of freedom to do that because of their stature in the game.
3: I mean, but you're right, but it doesn't mean that they're right either, though. 'Cause it, it cause what's gonna probably happen is if 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 these house DJs are smart, they'll remix, they'll remix with their songs and make it a bigger hit. And then they, and then Beyonce and Drake and whoever else wants to copy Beyonce and Drake what they're doing is gonna to have to reach out to these people. They're gonna to have to go to Chicago and Jersey and, and Baltimore and, and the UK or wherever and say, Hey, we need to do something. Because we, we tried to copy Beyonce and Drake and and, and you guys o- overshadowed them because this is your style. So I don't know if the house DJs want to do that, though. Like if, if they if they feel like they want this genre to kind of get, you know, catch this buzz that this genre is about to get, then these guys need to be in the studio remixing.
0: Well, that's what I was just getting ready to say. As of eight o'clock tonight, there's already one. Remix of Beyonce's track no. by a new a New Jersey DJ. It just dropped on my uh, record pool.
3: No, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is that they have to do it like what rap producers did, like what Knife Wonder did with Jay Z's Black album. They need to do a whole, honestly, never mind their own house version of that. Remix that whole album or something like that. That's the only way. I, that's the only way I can really see people actually recognizing. These, you know, these people that's already in the game and grinding and, you know, selling out shows of 20,000 people and and you don't say a word. All you're doing is playing records like these, these, these DJs, they get it like they don't. They don't. I mean, they they get it. They are doing things that pop culture don't even really recognize like that. But now they have an opportunity to get recognized because of these two artists, but how are they going to capitalize on it? That's the that's that's what I'm saying though.
0: I totally understand, but you guys got to understand that this probably came from Drake, Beyonce, maybe even Jay Z being, being in Ibiza over the spring, hearing the DJ that they brought in from Chicago playing some old school house. That's that that's probably what this came from, and this was a vibe for them. Don't forget, these people are not the age range that you and I are, Kev. Old school house might not even been a thing for them that they really understood or even experienced. So for them to be in Ibiza and hear old school DJ come up and play, they were like, this is a vibe. And then they came back and was like, yo, I felt this vibe. Let's jump on this track again. I can't I can't I'm not I'm not trying to say this is exactly what happened. But these are the possibilities in this and that. They're not fully trying to indulge themselves into the world of house. It's just a vibe that they caught at a spur of a moment and said, "Hey, let's throw these tracks on our our projects and we'll keep it moving." I don't think that it's as deep as you guys are making it out to be. And what I can tell you is that the mainstream is enjoying it. And if you can get any love for old school uh, house. In the mainstream, that's very important because, as we know, old school house never really got the love that new school house got. You know that everything after acid house in the early 90s and stuff, the Oakland Fells, Times, those those guys, that's when house style music got very popular. But if you're talking about, you know, Steve, uh, Steve Silk Hurley, if you're talking about those guys, uh, those guys didn't get the same love internationally and uh american and american uh american billboards as the, the Paul Oakland Fells the uh um the 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 slim fat guys and uh, the mobies and those dudes those DJs got you know they got way more love than the old school guys got that so that's all I'm saying is that I appreciate it purely based on the fact that they they caught a vibe and they rode with it so with that we're going to move on to the next song that we thought was uh, notable, And that's Jimmy Cooks featuring our man, 21 Savage.
2: Yeah. Life. Life is the only thing we need. They need me to go, but I don't want to leave. Rest in peace little kid. Pigeon Pigeonhole, I'm a night out. It's a different mode. I'ma have to make a pen of six on a pinky toe. Heard you with a shooting guard. Just let it know. I would have your court side. Not the middle row All good love in a minute though I can't stress about no cause I'm a timid soul Plus I'm cooking up ambition on the kitchen stove Pot start to bubble, see the suds, they good to go Say I'm suave, but I can't get be cold Bro, think he John Wayne I bought them Yellowstones Love the way they hang, babe The silicone, everybody fake now nah, You could crack the code, bust down everything Set in rose gold, dread talking to you like I'm J. Cole. I could tell her head good before I even know. Don't tell me that you model if you ain't been involved. Gotta throw a party for my day ones.
0: They ain't in the studio. Yeah, that's the move there. And that's Jimmy Cooks featuring a man 21 Savage from a man Drake on his new project. Honestly, never mind. I'm gonna give my two cents and get up out of here and let the uh the real heads get into this. Uh this track, this track was uh, exceptional. Uh, The particular project was heavy on the R and B side, uh, which I don't like singing Drake. Uh, I do like the two tracks where he was actually rapping. So again, you know, Drake is killing the game in all shapes, form and fashion based on where we are as a society. But in general, when he raps, he's at his best. Uh, Reaper was able to point out that uh, he was, Uh, off key on a couple of uh, his uh, verses and some of the singing songs and uh, those things show. And again, even what he does when when you call it singing, it's not really singing. It's him on audio auto tunes trying to keep a key. It's really not him singing because he can't sing singers. They're not anymore. You know, there are very few singers out there in um, mainstream world as far as what we're hearing on the radio. You know, the days of. Uh, uh, Melba Moore, the days of, of Whitney Houston and Alicia Keys are over. And uh, now we got uh, people who can't really sing on all So with that, again, like I'm going to say, I really enjoyed uh, Jimmy Cook's. The two rap songs on the album to me were exceptional. Uh, Reaper, your thoughts on the actual album itself.
1: Well, number one, don't disrespect the man. He doesn't use auto-tune. He doesn't sing particularly well, but he does sing. He gives it his best shot. I think that's better than using auto-tune in some situations. But to go back to what you said, you said this song was, did you say phenomenal? Did you say extraordinary? I said exceptional. Exceptional. Is this song exceptional?
0: It is uh, compared to what's out. Right now, it's exceptional. How? It is, it is better than a lot of things that are on the top 20 rap songs. How? It is, what do you mean, how?
1: How? H-O-W, question
0: mark. When, when, when Drake raps, he's better than Future. He's better than Playboy Cardi. He's better than NBA Youngboy when he raps. That's just my preference. I'm not putting that on anybody else. But for me, it's exceptional.
1: Is this song just a regular trap song? Did Drake not phone it in on this song? Did Drake say anything of note on this song? I
0: I don't think he says much of note on any of his music, but his popularity is far beyond what I can argue against. Come on, man. Come on, man. And that the average rap listener is going to say that these songs, both of these, you you guys know, both of these singles are going to be in the top five, both of them.
1: But listen, but listen, but listen, before you go off on that tangent, we're talking oh, just on this show. You've said average rap listeners and Twitter people and some other stuff. We're asking about you. You said this is exceptional. Are you saying this is exceptional speaking on behalf of the Twitterverse or on behalf of the hip hop verse in your area of the United States? Are we talking about you?
0: I'm talking about for the current climate and hip hop. This is
1: OK, that's that's fine. So I'm talking about. So what do you think about this on you? Not nobody else. You. And
0: that's what I'm saying. In the current climate of where hip hop is to me, when when Drake is rapping, regardless to what he's saying, because I like non auto tuned, I like stories and he will give you a piece of a story in most of his bars and he will give you something that's cohesive in most of his bars and he doesn't do elementary rap. He may not give his all and I'm not going to sit here and argue with you and say that this was his best work. It's definitely far from his best work. But if you give me a, a 14 song album that's all R&B except for two songs and I don't like rapping Drake and I have to do a show where I got to give some good, I can't shit on the entire project. I'm trying to give my best objective uh opinion that this song right now in the ether of hip-hop on the top 10 top 20 rap songs i would say to you and i looked at the top 10 this week and i was like i put this above because right now ds2 uh, has at least two songs in the top 10 and i'm like i put drake over future as far as what the content of what their songs are
1: saying that's fine you can do that if you'd like but saying that this is not his best work and saying that he doesn't rap that much and then saying the song is exceptional those words don't match is what i'm saying i'm with you and i and I, and, and if that is- you can i mean again and you can try to not crap on a whole album that's fine but don't overpraise the song it's decent it's it's good you know and again especially if the rest of the project isn't hitting like that i appreciate the song produced by tay keith got some double time snare on there play it in the club sure i appreciate a new drake club song anytime however is it exceptional absolutely not and let's uh move on from this foolishness it's been 27 minutes
0: (laughs) uh kev finish this one off for us before we get in the stream with no string
3: it's an okay song um it's it's a uh, it's a it's a it's a it's a song that Drake sounds good on. This is the style of, of lane. I I kind of wish he stayed in a little more, and I you know, I, I like rapping Drake better than singing Drake, so I, I I can appreciate this song.
0: All right, that's what's up. So let's move straight into stream or no stream for Drake's project. Honestly, never mind. I'm gonna jump off and start it first, and just say for me. It's a no stream based on the fact that it's only two songs that I, I I care for on the project, and I'll move on. Kev, your thoughts: stream or no stream for Drake's project? Honestly, never mind.
3: It's a stream for me. Like I said earlier, I don't think it's it's not it's not this garbage album. I mean, it's, you know, if I had to rate it, I would say three and a half out of five which is, you know, a little above average. So
1: three and a half out of five.
3: Yeah. I mean, three, I, I wouldn't go no lower than three, three would be my lowest three or three and a half. It's not that bad to me. It's not that bad. It's not, it's not great, but it's not that
1: bad to me. I don't, I don't, I don't know what people expect from Drake. It's like, you know, I, I more than this, more than this. And again, I'm not trying to jump in on your segment. Uh, no, I'm done. I'm done, but it's, Three and a half out of five, that's like, that's mid. That's like, this album is half good, half worth listening to. This is, I mean, I like, we haven't done three out of five scale on this show before, but I'm sure you would have rated one of the Migos albums three out of five. Probably not. Or maybe you would have even rated some of the stuff that we, that we have reviewed on this show 2.5 out of five or two out of five. Which means you're saying this Drake record sounds better than that stuff. (laughs) Come on, man. Both of y'all. Come on,
0: man. Well, Reaper, we understand your sentiments. So now on to you. Reaper, streamer, no stream for Drake's project. Honestly, never mind.
1: No stream. And it's unfortunate because there are some decent songs that me. I don't even make house music, but I've made remixes before. And I could hear that. This needs to be slid over on the grid, just a hair, or just re-chop the vocals, put them in different places, and just, it's unfortunate. I think if he got back in the lab and just gave this another go, honestly, listen to this, call it the next one, and then just, just, and, and the thing is, he doesn't even have to make a whole new record. If he took the songs that he had and just got somebody that, Knew what they were doing to just redo them, like you said, akin to the the remix album. Like,
3: well, let me ask. Let me. I'm gonna ask this one final question. Are we asking? Are we? Is is are people's expectations of Drake too high of the quality quality of music that he's releasing?
0: Only the
1: hits. No, I, I'm saying Drake since the beginning, you know, has made really upbeat hip-hop he's made you know in his words he made a career of reminiscing he's made r&b really slow stuff he's made stuff in the middle radio hits and everything else then he got into the uk drill and grime and one dance is dance hall you know he's it's just like oh well i'm just Thanos collecting uh, Infinity Stones. What other genre can I do? Oh, let's do some house. I haven't done that before. And that's fine. If anybody from hip hop or the mainstream is going to be the one to go into house, it probably should be Drake, right? Because Drake can do whatever he wants. The thing is, if you have that weight, if you have that capability, those contacts or whatever, why not make something fire? Like Drake could have put out five to ten songs and they could have been the best house songs that's out but that could have got house music mainstream play that could have got somebody that's never listened to house music to say man i've never listened to house music is this what it sound like does all house music sound this good wow i'm gonna listen to house music now and he just didn't do that and it's a shame because this project is i don't even know if it deserves to be called mid it's below mid and uh I will say, though, I'm glad you brought up the Beyonce point. It is cool that Drake and Beyonce are trying to, because, again, we've talked about down-tempo trap, sleepy trap, you know, for a lot of a lot of songs on, on this show. And I saw a tweet that said, whether you like it or not, they're trying to put, Drake and Beyonce are trying to put the fun back into the clubs, the fun back into the nightlife. And I appreciate that. But don't disrespect a genre that you don't rock with like that by doing it incorrectly is the bottom line. This is the bottom line. Like if, if you were, a even vice versa, if you were a house DJ, I've dealt with this out here, a house DJ that we're trying to learn how to DJ hip hop music, don't try to learn it by yourself. Don't ask another house DJ for help. You should talk to a hip hop DJ because that's what they do. Because there's different rules and there's different. And anyway, let's move on, man. No stream.
0: And that was our stream or no stream of Drake's project. Honestly, never mind. All right. So moving on, we're going into our boy Logic and his project, Vinyl Days and the first song that we thought was notable from that, and here we go with Black White Boy from our boy Logic's Project, New Vinyl. It's crazy how some people can hear this and think they know what to say, but they don't know what to say. Nuts.
4: This right here, this. Yeah, yeah. There we go. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Still in the game with your Wetting fools like when the rain hits you. Music, movies, and families. I'm a lane switcher. Ready to get you now. My flow make you rethink your whole f- style. Nick Cannon on these mother****s. F- Bobby going wild. As a young and as a child, I was dreaming for this. feeling for this. Listen, lean in with this. I'm the definition of a try hard. The lyrical miracle. God do anything just for the applause. All up in your face with some f- you can't avoid. Yeah, this black, white boy finna push you into the void. I ain't got nothing but time like I'm Christopher Lloyd. And I ain't got time. Dish you. I'd rather dismiss you and sell more records than you did in your first week with a reissue. Claiming you the greatest, but is you? I do this for Kenny, do this for cold, do this for the jizzard and the whole clan for show. I do this for most, do this for thought, do this for Dilla on the forilla, but don't let me start showing love, cause I won't be able to stop. Make 50 million when I went pop, but everybody knowing logic, pick up the mic, bars drop. I respect this generation, but I need the hardest bars you can provide. I'm taxing you with inflation. Bobby boy in a cut like a mason. I got verses like Freddie Jason, amazing. You have to do it again.
0: Oh, that's straight right there, and that was "Black White Boy" by our man Logic from his project Vinyl Days. And uh, my question on this one: this is a this is a deep project. This project is. um, Let me double check because I know Reaper's gonna check me on this, but I think it's it's either twenty five or thirty songs. So my first question is: is the project too long? And the project has. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine. It has 11 features on it. So the first question, is the project too long? Number two, is it too many features? I know where Kev stands on the features. So let's jump in with Reaper and see where his head is on those two questions. Reaper?
1: Um, It's 30 tracks, but it's akin to Paul's Boutique, Beastie Boys, where all 30 of the tracks aren't songs. The first song is an intro. It's 45 seconds. There's uh, a series of voicemails and voice notes from people that he is friends with or respects. Aaron Judge, Lena Waithe, etc., ranging from 23 seconds to one minute. There's actually even one or not one. It's maybe three or so of the songs that are actually rap, um, that are a minute and a half, minute 45. So it's 30 tracks, but it clocks at 71 minutes. So an hour and 11 minutes, almost hour and 12. It is too many tracks, even though they're not all songs. It's too many tracks. Yeah, what about the features? No, I don't I don't mind. Uh it was really cool to see uh on breath control with Wiz. Um although Wiz doesn't match his flow like as far as like energy, liveliness. But again, that's Wiz, just super laid back. He references cushion orange juice. You know, being back in 2010, listening to Cushion Orange Juice and Mac Miller Kids. He says that, which if you go back into the archives and listen to our episode about modern day classics, you will see kids and Cushion Orange Juice on my list. So I appreciated that, that other people are like, no, nah, I was there, too. I heard it. You're not alone. I heard it. And uh, the beat switches. and has one of the beats from Cushion Orange Juice on there, which is really tight. So I think... Uh, that was cool and of course we got preem on there, Russ is on there, AZ, I'm sure all the heads were excited to see AZ on there. Uh Action Bronson, I'm actually a pretty big Action Bronson fan. I don't think he gets enough shine, but uh yeah, I don't have any issues with the uh, the features. All right, that's what's up. So for me,
0: I I truly thought that the project moved in a way that didn't make it feel like 71 almost 72 minutes uh it, it felt quick just because again i thought the production on it was very good i thought that the that the samples that the um uh, the uh, producers use were uh, enjoyable as well as you know overall the majority of the features were very good like uh Like Reaper said, Action Bronson's feature was really, really good. I did enjoy uh, Langston, uh, Bristol and Currency, me and that I'm not the huge Currency fan that and I know I know my other co-hosts are. I thought that this was this that track really uh, fit what he does. Well, Uh, Russ, I'm a fan of Russ. I did not feel that crazy about this particular track from uh, therapy uh, from Russ. But, you know, you can't go wrong. Russ has been a solid underground, independent artist for a long time. So I respect him for that and him getting with another uh, long term, strong, independent artist like Logic. So uh, Wiz Khalifa definitely laid back on that track. Uh, uh, The um, the IMJ Mars and uh, Big Lindo Limbo. Those dudes definitely put it down. Those are people from uh, Logic's camp. Uh, So I appreciate him putting people on from his camp as well as Nizzy Mumumbo. Mumumbo, And uh, she's from his camp. Now, the one that really stood out to me was uh, 10 years with uh, Royster 5'9". I've been in just this. Don't get me wrong. Royce has been around. he, He deserves his flowers. But the run he's been on over the last maybe five to seven years since he's gotten sober, he's putting out just some of the most beautiful art that I You know, his allegory project, uh, the last project he put out, I'm not I'm I'm the the title is escaping me right now. But again, he's been putting out some really solid stuff. I appreciate everything that he's doing as a head. You got to love Carnival with AZ on it. But let me say just this and then I'll kick it to Kev. The games feature on I guess I love it. Surprisingly good. Very good. Not saying I don't like game. Just game has not been consistently in the game for a long time. You know, he's put out some singles here and there, but overall he's kind of been quite stagnant, you know, but this track, I really, it it was an homage to Boom Bap. And I really appreciate that. So uh, let's kick it to Kev. Kev, your thoughts on uh, the length of the project and the features.
3: It it felt somewhat long to me. I think around like the twenty. track moment, I was just like, it didn't, I was like, it's not over yet. And, and I understand there was a lot of skits involved in it, but he could have cut this in half. He could have put something at the beginning of the month and something at the end of the month. And that would probably be, been better for me. I, I, I I enjoyed all the features. I like the fact that he, he, he can, you know, he's familiar and fans of all these different artists from, different generations, different genres and everything. And it's kind of like, you know, we don't, you know, people always say, you know, why doesn't this person and this person do a song together? And why don't, you know, this person get with this producer or, you know, different things. But you have this artist like Logic who he'll, he'll get an old school artist, like an A.Z., and put him on a record he'll get an artist that you don't hear too much of and put him on a record you know like you know Russ Russ is like a name in the industry but a lot of people really don't listen to Russ but they got a record again you got a Wiz record you got a, a Royce record and you know for him to grab all these people and put them on his album is it, he should get more credit for it because a lot of other artists not gonna do this you know like like you know, be wise is saying, you know, Royce is this guy that's known to tear people's heads off on songs. And, and it's not like, you know, Logic was, could hang with him on it. So, you know, for for him to take all these chances and, and and you know, make just make music. And it's not even like he's trying to add to his resume or... It don't feel like he's trying to add to his resume or trying to, you know, make a name for himself. It just feels like he just wants... To, to give back to the culture, and and I can appreciate that.
1: So, you know,
3: outside the length, everything else I'm fine with.
1: Yeah, I think um, it's a little bit bloated, I agree. Probably around the say 17 or 18 tracks, I was looking like, oh, how much more do we have to go? It's It seems like the first half of it, was a little bit tighter. But again, just the point I'm trying to make is 30 tracks, even though there's some skits and, and transitional stuff in there, I feel like at times it helps the album move. At other times, it is too many breaks in it. And if you chopped it in half or even in a fourth, if you made it Illmatic, 10 songs, you know, maybe 12, if you're going to put two or three of the skits in there uh, and just make it tight. You could have a, an all-time classic on your hands, honestly. Like it's, there's some really good raps on there. And again, too, I, I appreciate the boom bap. I appreciate taking it back to the roots and stuff. But a lot of the, and I'm pretty sure Logic either produced or co-produced almost every song. And you can sort of tell because sometimes the beats feel samey, and just 30 tracks, even if it's 20, you know, actual songs, it's, it sounds repetitive over the course of so many songs.
0: All right, I feel both of you guys on that. And uh, we're gonna move on to the next song that we thought was notable from the project. And that is Therapy Music featuring our boy Russ. Let's get it.
4: Yeah. My anxiety
2: was taking over. Yeah. Remove the devil, let my faith go. Feel it slide like it's a Dola. I finally made it to the field of my dreams, and I let ghosts play around in my head like I'm Ray Liotta. Man. A Yankee owner, I got stripes in this game. high headed, but got ice in my veins. Arriving by plane. G4 to be exact. Rewards of beats and raps. Three hordes before I fought, and three more being cracked. Man. That was a life that I was leading bad before I went to therapy, and we unpacked. I wasn't really needing that. I was needing validation, which I agree is whack. Mad at my therapist, like, I agree with them. Here's a the kicker though. My therapist is me Complain about my problems, how American and me. There's a scarcity of free thinkers. It's all group thought. That's what they think. That's not what you thought before you saw the popular vote. You scared that the world will leave. You rocking the boat. So you don't on the board. Now you safe in here, but you don't even recognize your own
4: face. in here. All
0: right. Oh man. And that was therapy music featuring our boy Russ from Logic's New project. Vinyl days. So, my final questions to the fellows on this project is: if this was cut down to 15 tracks with an intro, an outro, and one skit, leaving it only 12 songs, could this be a five miker? And lastly, the second part of the question is: streamer, no stream, Reaper?
1: No, no. Uh, I, th- I think 15 is too many. One intro. And because even the outro, we didn't even acknowledge the sayonara, you know, from Def Jam and everything is 10 minutes. And a cool, it's, it's you know, his, his Kanye last call, you know, talking about his time at Def Jam and everything. And that's fine. But if you're including that, no, it still makes the album too long. If you're taking that away, maybe you can do 15 tracks and like I said, maybe three skits. Or maybe intro, two skits, and outro, a different outro that's, that's shorter. But yeah, it's still... Like I said, if you're going to do a, a, an album that sounds like this, that don't let it become samey. Don't let it become repetitive. Get in, say what you got to say, and get out. There's no reason to let it drag on that long. And streamer or no stream, or are we going back to that?
0: No, go ahead. Stream or no stream.
1: Yeah, I'll say stream. Uh, I'll, I'll actually give this absolutely stream. There are some negatives to it. Uh, it does sound a bit scattershot at times. But the words that I kept coming back to was lyrical exercise. I've said on this show so many times. Winner rappers gonna get back to rap. There's so many people trying to catch a vibe, quote unquote, on a song, which is cool. There's time for vibey music. There's so many people that are, uh, expressing their feelings in a loathsome way, which is fine, but when are people going to get back to rap? When are, you know, I remember, and again, I don't, I don't want to, I remember the days, but, but even, you know, just there, you could put on a, a, a Cassidy song or any, any, really, honestly, really any song that was on the radio from 2000 to 2010 or so. And I might not know the lyrics to the whole song, but I could at least spout off a line or two or, you know what I mean? There were there were bars and lines and things that you wanted to, to memorize because it was so like, did you hear what he said? No, play that again, play that again. Oh, he said the, with the backpack in the flat. Oh, oh that was crazy. And it's just When are we going to get back to that? And so because Logic is doing that, I would say absolutely stream. Like I said, it's a bit scattershot, and it does sound a bit long at times, a bit aimless. But again, I think that could also partially be the the point or the presentation on purpose. You've got the air horns, the Funkmaster Flex drops all over it. It feels like a mixtape. In every sense of the word, like even like a basketball mixtape when a high school kid or a college kid is trying to, you know, get recruited to the G League or to the NBA or to get a scholarship. And they have their dunks and their rebounds in there from different games from all over the years and stuff like that. It sounds like that. Like it's a mishmash of yeah, him being on Funkmaster Flex and doing a real hot freestyle that's got the Internet buzzing and features from. Artists that he, you know, respects or that are his favorites or that can keep up with him bar wise and boom bap and some samples that he likes. There's a Wu-Tang sample in there, among other things. And so, yeah, it's a it's a a, a mixtape idea presentation. But like I said, it's a little scattershot at times. It's a little bit too long, but it's bars. Like if you listen in for bars or if you like boom bap. You're good
0: to go here. All right, that's what's up. Appreciate that, uh Reaper. Uh let me also remember uh they just mentioned that I forgot that uh when when uh, Reaper mentioned the um Wu-Tang uh sample, that was from the track with RZA on it. So I forgot to mention him as one of the features and uh, I I enjoyed uh the that particular track for me. The way I would say it, uh, yeah, definitely not the Sayonara. I would not have chosen that to be the outro. But if you give me some other outro uh, and an intro, and you give me, I- I'll take two skits. That cuts me down to t- that cuts me down to twelve tracks. Twelve, I can pick twelve of these tracks that I enjoyed at such a level that I would consider this a five miker. I'm not saying it would be, but if I could, if I could curate it myself. I think that most people would consider this again. This was an homage to hip hop. This was an homage to backpack rap. This was something special. It was an homage to, like uh, Reaper said, Paul's Boutique, just a concept album that had such substance and it just was scattered and the brain, But it could have been something beautiful for me. Again, one of the lyrics that he said Uh, on on a track. And I think it was Orville that he said it. He said, uh, logically you should consider me a God MC. And I was like, Whoa, you know, he, he had a lot of little one liners in there and it was him stepping up because he's been putting in work now for a decade and he is, he has flown under the radar. People don't speak on him. Heads don't speak on him the way they should about uh, Kendrick, the way they should about, you know, they, they, the way they talk about J Cole and I, and I, and I'm going to give you a hot take here. I would put this if it was curated correctly up against Mr. Morals and the high stepper. I think this project, if it was created better, it's got more singles on it. It's got more music on it that I want to hear over and over and over. I listen to this album throughout the week. Not because we were reviewing it, because I actually really liked the album. I mean, like I said, the RZA track, the Wiz Khalifa track, the, uh, the Royce Defy Nine track, uh, the Nizzy do. I can't pronounce her name well, her track, AZ's track, DJ Premier's track, Games track. You see what I'm saying? I'm naming multiple tracks that were just very light and enjoyable. So for me, this was a full string. Stream it as much as you can if you want to understand what we're talking about on this program, what hip hop is, what hip hop can be. This is rap. This is production. Unfortunately, it's just not rap and production put together well. Kev, anchor this one for us. Your thoughts on if this was a 15 track project with your caveats whatever caveats you want to put in and is this a stream or no stream
3: i think it's obvious you know it's unanimous that we all enjoyed this album and it's 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 just different from a lot of uh i guess the mainstream music out today where it's just you know rapping and and rap beats and you know rap collaborations and you know, like you said, rewindable lines and, and 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 samples that you can remember from stuff. I I, I hate what I hate when people say they're going to retire if you if you just you know just just don't make music no more or just you know pop up here and there because you do this retirement thing you get all this buzz and then you come back and then all this other stuff so it's you know this is supposedly his second time. And you know, didn't really believe it the first time, and I don't believe it now. But I think one of the things that we kind of talk about a lot is, you know, how you you know create the music for an album is one thing, but how you formulate everything after that, you know, how, song placements. Um, like earlier, we were talking about with Drake, how he could have tweak tweak beats, and it'll be it sounded like a lot different. And you know, st- just little things. Real little things could really, you know, take your three three mic album to four and a half or whatever. And if you take if you take the funk flex involvement mixed in with that last song and spread it out throughout the album, and you know, and you drop certain themes and certain songs based off this ongoing thing that yeah, this is it then I would have, I would, I, I could say maybe four and a half. I hate to give the five mic a lot, but it might've, you know, it, it it might've told that line a little bit. We don't hear, you don't hear a lot of like, like rap, rap, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, currency, he, he's, he raps, but he, his flow is off putting to some people. So, you know, it's, you know, some people can't really grasp, Currency when he raps, or you know, some of the guys, you know, some of the southern artists, they don't, they don't really transition where with other people, you know, some females don't transition where it's just like you know, everybody you can nitpick what they like or they don't like, but overall, he gives you a solid project. He gives you quality. I mean, just like everything, top to bottom, like lyrically, beat wise. Um, you know, I wish he wouldn't produce that much, but is it you know but it's still quality though so and 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 I can appreciate everything he he has done um I'm kind of mad at myself that I didn't give him his early part of his career a bigger chance because now I I enjoy his music more and I wish I would have you know would have been able to enjoy his early stuff as it was coming out but that's me and, and I'll take that but you know overall this is a good album it's a huge it's a stream for me and I wish, like like Reaper said, I kind of wish we kind of, I wish this would be the norm or this would be the theme where we can kind of come back to rap beats and, and just rapping. Like, if you don't want to rap for a whole album, fine. If, if you do 12 songs and four of them are just, you know, the core of what rap should be, I'm good with that. So,
0: All right, I feel both of you guys on that, and I appreciate your sentiments on this project. And uh, let the listeners know that we all gave it a stream and you know what comes behind that. All right. And that was our stream or no stream of our boy Logics Project, Vinyl Days. All right. So we're going to move on to our final segment. And that is one of our favorite segments. And that's the flavor. And we're going to jump straight into it. And uh, Kev is giving us our first song from the flavor. And uh, here we go.
1: Uh,
2: signs of intelligent life, mosquito nets repel the bites. Look at the night, nice. We look alike. They want to slice of your dreams. Even Christ took a knife for the team. So swing. Fatal
1: uh, Yeah.
2: I just come around to help Like Batman Utility Belt i by myself with the world on my delts We can chill while it melts The beat bill feel like it's felt My suspicion Christians killed all the Celts What else, what else? Forget what happened in the past You gotta let it go like what happened to the gas Can't have such anathema inside a mass It'll ruin your communion and soil all of your fast Stay away from rebels Worshipping the devil like jazz what heaven loses a job Hell wins staff Looking over macroeconomic math counting, them, waiting and counting cal-
0: Yeah, man. And that was Naomi from our boy uh, Lupe Fiasco. And that was Kev's pick. I'm going to jump in and give my two cents real quick and just say that, you know, it's good to hear Lupe back. It's good to hear Lupe experimenting. This was a beautiful jazz song. I've actually uh, heard this. I I just can't think of uh, the artist. Uh, Actually, this is from this is definitely not an original. If so, it's an original that has been expanded on. But um, I've heard the um, the overlay before and uh, it was beautiful. And again, rap bringing rap back. Got to have Lupier fiasco if you want to have bring rap back. So I appreciated all of that. And uh, I thank uh, Kev for bringing this to the flavor. It was extremely enjoyable. Definitely something that I would put on my playlist to kick it during the weekend. So. Uh, Let's move on to Reaper. Reaper, your thoughts on Cavs pick Naomi by Lupe Fiasco.
1: Man, you want to talk about somebody that gets on my nerves, man, Lupe Fiasco. And it's really unfortunate because the first two Lupe Fiasco records are classics or borderline classics. Food and Liquor and The Cool are excellent records. But again, and this is like we said with uh, Logic, somebody that talks about retiring and unretiring and Oh, I'm going to make uh, my third album, L-U-P-E-N-D. is going to be a triple disc that never came out. Oh, but while we wait on the triple disc, Lasers, I'm going to give you Lasers. Lasers is so mid compared to the first uh, two records. And then he tried to come back and do Food and Liquor 2. And it's unfortunate, man, because I used to really rock with Lupe Fiasco. I used to tell anybody that would listen to listen to The Cool in, I don't know, 2007 or 2008, whatever year that was. But I'm not going to say that I just won't rock with Lupe Fiasco, period. But I don't know, man. Just seeing his name on the screen just kind of makes me go, man, this dude. And uh, don't get me into talking about his political views and some of the just wildness that he said, the hot takes and all that stuff. But just listening to the song, I mean, it's fine. The the jazz sample I appreciate it, but the the song is kind of mid to me. I just don't really care for it too much.
0: All right, that's what's up. Appreciate that. Let's check in with Kev. Kev, your reasons for bringing uh, Naomi by Lupe Fiasco to the flavor.
3: <laughs> I, I I'm not mad at what Reaper had to say at all, and 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 I actually agree with you know um, his statement. I you know I I saw Lupe. It, it pops up and and I'm always interested, you know, he, he you know, he got, he has some hits and he got some misses. So you, you, you kind of, you don't know what to expect when you see Lupe. So the kind of getting the vibe from his new album, it, it, it seems more like the, the person that we, we enjoy for me, the person that I enjoy and this is one of the songs from the album that kind of, you know, stood out to me. I mean, it was a few others, but I really like this one. So, um, yeah, that's why I picked it. You know, just I really haven't heard a really good Lupe song in a while. So it was nice to hear something that I could actually, you know, enjoy and want to share.
0: Yeah, man, I really appreciate that, uh, Kev. Let's move on to our next song from the Flavor, and that is from me. And let's go.
2: He made, he made. Uh. Who died and made you flawless? Thank God he gave you this. Mm-hmm. No school with all this knowledge. We need you drop out of college. Yeah, street bitch, but you so
3: polished.
2: Uh. Road talk, but baby, I'm honest. Me not understand how you're so blessed. Where your body wind in a saundress. All the other girls cannot contest. Still
4: trying to get you
0: out my head. You got me oh, up. Up. Love drunk. oh, man. And that was Down Bad by our man Hitmaker featuring Fabulous and Ivory Scott. And that was my pick. So let's jump into it with Reaper Reaper, your thoughts on my pick Down Bad by Hitmaker.
1: I didn't know we were sharing Afrobeats dancehall songs on this show.
0: (laughs) It was rap
1: on that album. On this particular song, though, this is not a rap song. And uh, I had no idea we were doing that on the flavor. I like dancehall, I like Afrobeats, but um, I'm going to have to give it a thumbs down because this is a hip hop show. Sorry.
0: <laughs> hip-hop, right? Hitmaker is a hip-hop producer. Don't matter. Fabulous is
1: a hip-hop artist. And this is not a hip-hop song. I'm sorry. You've broken the rules, sir. <laughs> Pass. All right. so let's-
3: hey, you, you know what's crazy? We've been down this road before where when of our old, old co-hosts used to do the same thing, play the same type of music, and I would say the same thing. Now it's wrong.
0: I'm going by the production person and I'm going by the, the, the featured rapper.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Uh, fabulous can rap hit maker can make hits. I like dance hall. I like Afrobeats. beats. However, this is incorrect for this segment pass.
0: <laughs> that's what's up. Moving on, Kev. So you're same sentiments.
1: So it's, so it's not bad.
3: Is just didn't feel, it didn't feel like a rap song to me.
0: All right. I'm with you on that. And I I, I can't uh, I cannot knock you guys for making your points. I just like to say it again to me, uh, I just did not choose Hitmaker as someone that I will put in the Afro beats world or the dance hall world. So I chose this song purely based off of Fabulous and his bars. I happen to be running through some songs. It was going to be either this or uh, Toby uh, Toby and Wigway's uh, project that he just put out. And this one just made me feel just so much more happy. So that's why I chose this particular project. But I do respect my co-host and them saying that I was out of line with this one. And next time I will choose Toby. <laughs> all right. So moving on to the next song that uh, is in the flavor. And that's from Reaper. And let's get it. Boodies, big boodies, all boodies. Who else got an ass like? Who else an like Make
2: 'em act like this. What else make 'em act like dude? Yeah, I know you like my booty, 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 booty. Yeah, I know you like my booty, 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 booty. Yeah, I know you like my. Straight to the guinea when I hop off the jet. That's so fat, but it still matches the legs. I picture Moji when he sent me a text. He on poor hook. Searching booties like this. Big bank, I get it. Cash out, no limit. Make 'em pass out when he hit it. Tell
0: me right now. Who else got an ass like Who else back Oh, man. And that was Booty by uh, Saucy Santana, our man Reaper's uh, pick for the flavor. Let's jump into it with uh, Kev. Kev, your thoughts on Reaper's pick, Booty.
3: Uh, it's a good club song. Um, I, 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 I ain't going to be playing this song. I won't play it, but... You know, I almost anticipate my wife or one of my older daughters to play it, but it, it's not bad. But, but I, I'm not spinning this. It's just I don't know. I, I wouldn't feel right as a man spinning this record if I wasn't a DJ.
0: Yeah, I feel you on that, bro. Uh, if I wasn't DJing, and again, I, I I've kind of gotten away from DJing younger events, so this would probably not make my playlist. But if you want to get ratchet for a few minutes uh this is definitely uh the song for you uh it was a i appreciate the um homage to uh the the two live crew on some of the uh, words that she was saying in the uh, rap and uh it definitely gave you that um miami bass style vibe it definitely had a nice uh, miami bass vibe to it and uh, i appreciate um Reaper bringing it to the flavor again it's just just not something that's gonna make my playlist purely based on that. But Reaper plays for younger people, so I know that this song could definitely make his playlist, and he probably wreck this, he chop this up, and really make it hot. So uh, Reaper, your thoughts on choosing "Booty" by Saucy Santana?
1: Saucy Santana featuring Lotto, you know, shout out to female MCs. Uh, like you said, I'm playing for the clubs, man. Let's. Get off of Sleepy Trap. Let's get off of Down Tempo Trap. Let's play something that's upbeat, that's going to get people on the floor. And what gets people more on the floor than booty? We all like booty. We all like butts. Booty, butt, cheeks. And uh, this is not Miami Bass. I'm not sure where that take came from. Miami Bass is much faster than this. but.
0: No, I said homage, an homage. How so? Uh, that some of the words she said, uh, as far as uh, acknowledging Luke and some of the, you know, I mentioned a few little lines from some of the um, two live crews past uh, projects.
1: I don't recall hearing that, but because I can't spout off the lyrics, I'm gonna let it pass. But the thing that's really gonna get the club going more than the word "booty" being repeated. 1700 times is the Beyonce crazy and love sample. Did no one catch that? Okay. I feel you on that one. Definitely was in there. Definitely.
3: Uh, if you would have said it, I wouldn't have caught it, but I, I hear it now. Like thinking about it, I kind of hear it now. Yeah. The horns.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's what's going to set the place on fire because ladies love Beyonce and uh, club ladies love a reason to shake booty so um that's what i'm here to do not not shake booty but to incite booty shaking so um i appreciate what's going on in this track and uh i wish it was a little bit faster but like i said i play pretty much every song on plus four or five anyway so i'm about to have people sweating off this one
0: all right that's what's up we're gonna let reaper take us out of here reaper take it away
1: Yep, just like uh, each and every week here on the Mixer Rap Podcast. This has been another episode. Just as a recap, today we did Drake's uh, Honestly Never Mind. We said no stream on that. We followed it up with Logic's Vinyl Days. We said stream on that. And we did three tracks from the flavor. Each and every week you can find us on uh, Stitcher Downcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts, make sure you search. Mix Era Rap, Mix Era Rap Podcast. Kev, let us know or let them know where they can find us on social media.
3: You can find us on Twitter at Mixed Era Rap. And our Instagram is Mix Rap Pod.
1: For sure, as always, you can find me across all platforms at the three one three kid, the three one three kid. There's only one boss man on Mixcloud for DJ mixes. WeChat, send me a message if you're on that Asia thing, or even if you're not on the Asia thing, if you just want to send the kid a message. Three one three kid is the way to do it, and Twitter and Instagram. I let your boy.
0: All right, that's what's up. We really appreciate that, fellas. Just want to say one thing: we do have a live show. I know we've been talking about it for a while, but. The live show is in the works. We're just trying to pick a date. It's probably going to be somewhere in the July area and uh, the topic we're asking for uh, the followers to shoot us a topic that you think we should talk about on the live show. If not, we'll discuss that on an up and coming show, what we're going to talk about for the live show coming up in July we got to get it. I've been asked by about, you know, seven or eight listeners. Hey, man, when y'all going to do that live show, man, we want to give a little bit of input. So uh, we're looking forward to that. All right. We appreciate you guys for listening. Make sure you hit the like button on our uh, on our on our podcast. And that keeps the the machine rolling. Thank you all. Good night and God bless. Peace.